0: Hello and welcome to Subscribe, the official podcast of The Scribe. This is Fluorescence. I'm Scribe Culture Editor Jules Elbert and I'm a fifth-year college student.
1: And I am Cambria Shrink, the co-editor-in-chief at The Scribe. And today we, we will be talking about the societal pressures of being in college and guiding you through the trials and tribulations of this time in your life.
0: For today's episode, we asked the Scribe staff members for some potential topics that we could talk about today. The top two uh, options that we decided on were best study strategies for school and how online school was either beneficial or detrimental. So we'll go ahead and get started with the best study strategies. <clears throat> so what do you do,
1: Candy? So for me, I have found that I do my best studying outside of my home. Um, I try to go to like a coffee shop or I try to go to the library. I just need to be in a like really quiet place with very little distractions. And while that can be my apartment, I, <laughs> I typically get distracted by something. I have a dog at home. Um, My husband, the TV, my phone, all that. Like, I can so easily just pick it up and drop what I'm supposed to be doing and not study. So I need to go somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I'm actually the same way. And I think since the pandemic started, I was constantly in my room, Mm -hmm. you know, sitting at my desk. And um, being able to separate work and home and school is very important and especially when it comes to studying or like doing essays or different projects for school normally I would go to a coffee shop but recently I've been spending a lot of time in the library Mm -hmm. I think it's just because it's like quieter yeah I can get more done
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so besides like going outside of our you know homes or personal spaces what's something that you do to um, make sure that you get you know a good grade mm-hmm. or like what's a study strategy itself that you use?
1: Yeah, so with us both being English and mm-hmm. secondary education, um, I don't have you know I don't have English courses this year, but in the past my English courses were very reading heavy. Mm-hmm. So I would, you know, every time I sat down to read, I would have to be really intentional about it. I would have to set a time limit for me to be able to sit there and and do what I needed to do. I would often try to read with a pencil or a pen or a highlighter on hand because I knew that that's what's going to keep me engaged while I'm reading. Um, And that's normally, you know, what a lot of our tests were on is the reading that we're completing. So it was really important for me to just be totally engaged in the moment when we're reading.
0: Yeah, I definitely think If you know you're a humanities major and -hmm. you're listening, um, making sure that you set time aside to read and really you know comprehend the Mm -hmm. things that you're reading is very important, and definitely for me, I always have to have like sticky notes Mm -hmm. or highlighter, yeah, like what you said, um, to make sure that I'm actually taking the notes that I'm supposed to be doing, uh, instead of just you know reading and not. In taking any right. of the material, yeah. But um, for like science or specifically science classes, though, I can remember doing like one study strategy that I used to always do is uh, I would have a piece of yellow paper, and then I would write everything in red, mm-hmm. and it like kind of jumped off the page, and it was actually it was a really great study strategy. I used to learn a lot with that. But.
1: Yeah. For some of my other courses, I would make study guides if they weren't provided for me i love a good study guide same (laughs) so i would normally like in my classes the professors would say like this is what you can expect to be on the test so then i would take that i would gather all my notes on what was going to be on that test and then compile like a a study guide and i would use that and study off of that Um, another thing that worked really well for me just for all of my courses were forming study groups yeah. I think that's really important that in your classes, you, you want to find people who you trust.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: And not just anyone, like people that you know who are paying attention, they're getting the notes, and someone that you can count on if you were to be absent or something that you know that you could depend on their notes. But then forming like a little group with those people, creating a group chat, um, setting up study dates, I think that that's really helpful, especially like near exam time. Yeah,
0: study groups, definitely. If you're able to do that, I would recommend it because, like Cami was saying, having someone that you can turn to and talk to mm-hmm. about the material um, is actually very helpful. And I know that when I am like almost teaching one of my classmates or relaying information mm-hmm. to them, I end up actually learning yeah. more that way. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that, that might just be my, like, learning style, um, but I think that working with groups can be uh, very helpful, mm-hmm. especially in the humanities department because, and I guess science and, and STEM as well, but having discussions about the reading and, like, the, the essay questions um, is very, like, crucial.
1: I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, Another um, strategy I would suggest is, Like, as you near an exam, go back and watch the lecture videos if those are provided for you. Um, Just thoroughly review your notes. Mm -hmm. But, like, don't cram for things is what I've figured out because that ends up stressing you out more than it needs to. So just, like, have a day of prep where you go back and review everything. And then, like, give it a night. Like, don't think about it. Don't study like really study and then give yourself some time where you're not thinking about the material, you're not you're not touching it. You just try to get a good night's sleep before um definitely don't do what I've done in the past where you get up super early and try to study for a test because that also doesn't work. Um <clears throat> might be <laughs> nice for cramming, but, yeah, it, but you're not going
0: to really like yeah. retain any of mm-hmm. the information. No. So,
1: yeah. Um, one thing that I did in my, um, we we both took this class, but the history of the English um, language yeah. class, um, create mnemonics for things, like little things that help you remember dates yes, and yeah. people and vocab, like that's so important. And like what I mean by mnemonics is like, you could create like an acronym for something. Yeah. Um, like I'm trying to think of an example of one that's really popular. Like the way that like people who are learning an instrument they will learn the different notes through, like, oh, yeah. Elvis's guitar broke down Friday. Oh. So it's like... <laughs> I don't
0: think I've ever heard Have that, you heard that before? Yeah. No. So Elvis's guitar
1: <laughs> broke down Friday, so that's the E for Elvis, G, you know, guitar of G. So it's just remembering <laughs> the different yeah notes in their order.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so you could do something like that that will really help you.
0: Yeah. Um. This, st- like, really isn't a study strategy, but when I took um, AP Psych mm-hmm. in high school... There's this thing called a, well, number one, if you dress for success, Mm -hmm. that's actually proven to help you. So if you have, like, an essay due, like, get all dressed up and feel good about yourself while you're writing it. Or if you have a test that day, um, look nice, so you Mm -hmm. feel good. Uh, But there's also this other thing. It's called a power stance. Okay. And my teacher told us to go into, like, the stall of a bathroom. And... Put your hands above your head like this <laughs> and kind of like a star
1: uh-huh.
0: and then just stand there with your fists up like, you know, like you're a star mm-hmm. and just stand there for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's proven. It's proven if you do some form of a power stance, you're mm-hmm. actually going to perform better. Yeah, um, He said to do it in the bathroom stall, though, so people didn't. I Like think you are yeah. just like standing there with
1: your hands above your head <laughs> that would look a little weird. Um, no, I absolutely agree with like the dressing for success. Um, I had an eight a.m. bio class my freshman year of college, and when it would be so hard for me to get up out of bed, get dressed, and be there to take my exam, like that was so difficult. But I did remember that was something I learned in high school was dress for success because that will it mm-hmm. will impact the grade that you get so I would always try to not dress like fancy but like yeah, dress yeah. nice like how I would for you know any class yeah. where I just wanted to do well
0: yeah, it doesn't have to be anything like extravagant right. you don't need to show up in like a ball gown or right. something but like <laughs> you know business suit, <laughs> business suit. um <laughs> no yeah just like something that makes you feel good yeah um all right, anything else
1: for study strategy I don't listen to music, if that's your thing.
0: Ambiance music. Yes. Like, I've been listening, I like listening to
1: fall. Classical, fall, classical, classical music. I have a playlist like, fall on classical? Yes. fall classical? Yes. classical?
0: I'm going to have to look that up because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I've, I've got not.
1: a playlist on
0: Spotify. Send it to me.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I usually listen to that. Um, just at kind of a low volume, I mm-hmm. have that going. Um, I also have a, a dark <laughs> academia playlist. <laughs> That makes what me feel like I'm at of? like Cambridge or oh studying gosh. at Cambridge. <laughs> Just like a lot of classical music. I don't know. Anything to like get me in that zone.
0: Classical music though is proven to actually stimulate your brain. Um,
1: um, yeah. And and then I would also say, um, I've also heard that this works. There's like studies done on it, but like a certain smell or a certain taste mm-hmm. can help like mint flavor. Like, you know, like how in in school, they give you gum right before your, like, state oh, standardized test. Oh my gosh,
0: test. I totally forgot I, about that. I
1: literally still do that sometimes. Like, I will chew gum while I'm studying, and then pop in a piece of gum right before the test. Seriously, it works. Oh, because you'll remember those. Mm-hmm. T-
0: Whoa, okay.
1: Do it, yeah. Try that next time. You have to take a test. Do it, and it, I think <laughs> it works pretty well.
0: That's so, I totally forgot about that.
1: Or, like, a smell. Like, you could wear a certain kind of perfume while you're studying and then put that perfume on again right before your exam. Yeah. So, I feel like those are some really good tips for studying, and hopefully those help our listeners. Yeah. Um,
0: Okay, so next we'll go ahead
1: and move on to
0: the topic of how online school was beneficial or could be seen as detrimental, because I know that there's definitely uh, two sides to this.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Cami can start because she wrote an article. Yeah, about this. I was
1: gonna say I just wrote an article about this, and I feel like pretty strongly about it. Um, I hated remote learning. It's not for me. Like I can't learn online. Um, but I did benefit from working and being remote for most of my classes, just because I felt like I had more time to be productive. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I recognized that it wasn't beneficial to my mental health.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I definitely, like I said, I learned better through in-person classes. But I just feel like I was able to get so much more done during the day. Now, was that quality over quantity? I don't know. It just feels like I was I was able to get so much done during the day when I was at home.
0: Yeah, I agree with that part. But, yeah, I, I don't know. In terms of learning... I could I mean if any of my professors are listening I'm sorry but I genuinely didn't feel like I learned one thing last year. Yeah. It was I, mean, tough. Like, I was like s- just so um mm-hmm. far like
1: removed mm-hmm. from the classroom that I think that Right, I was going to say I don't think it has anything really so much to do with like the teaching. No. Yeah. But just more like the feeling of I just I just don't feel connected yeah
0: exactly like I think the teaching was fine actually I mean like the powerpoints and everything it stayed the same so I know it wasn't the the you know material Mm -hmm. or the or the professors themselves but the physical space affected me way more than I was expecting Mm -hmm. it to like expecting it to yeah Um.
1: yeah that's definitely one of the the
0: downsides to it yeah, and just like I didn't realize how like starving I was for like human interactions. interactions yeah. Like it didn't really affect me that much until I started hanging mm-hmm. out with people again and I was
1: like, whoa. Yeah, I was missing so much. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of forget. Like I feel like we got into this weird funk in the pandemic where mm-hmm. like it was like a comfortable funk where I was like eventually okay with not leaving my apartment all mm-hmm. day. And that's awful, mm-hmm. because, like, now I leave my I, I leave my apartment multiple times a day, and I'm gone for hours at a time, but, mm-hmm. like, there was a time when I literally did not leave my apartment. Like, yeah. I, I went and took my dog outside to go to the bathroom, yeah. but then I'd come back in, and that was it.
0: Yeah, same. And, like, I don't know, in terms of learning, too, like, the, the breakout rooms can only do so much, mm-hmm. and you don't, like human interaction in the classroom is so, so, so important. And I just felt mm-hmm. like I while they tried, it yeah. just didn't, it just
1: didn't like uh, satisfy. True. And opinion. I, to this day, I hate breakout sessions. I'm sorry for anyone who's been in a breakout session with me. It's not you. It's me. I hate. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> I, mean, I just hate breakout sessions. I feel like I can't like read people very well. So I'm constantly like talking over them talking, and interrupting. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's like so bad for my social anxiety. Mm-hmm. It just, it sucks. I, I hate it. So I'm sorry if I've ever been in a breakout session with yeah, you. Same.
0: I either talk like way too much <laughs> or, not enough. or yeah. not enough at all yeah. because I'm like, no one else is talking mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or I'm like.
1: And when everyone has their cameras off, and, like, you can't see their faces, so you have, but you don't know, like, how they reacted to what you just said. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, you guys there? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but, so I, I worked remotely as well. I have two on-campus jobs. So I work at the Scribe, and then I'm also in the scholarships office. So I would be working probably about six hours a day total every day. Oh my gosh. From home and that is six hours just like spent on the computer and I kind of like got comfortable with that even though it was horrible for me. Like I bought blue light glasses Mm -hmm. and all this stuff because I was like I have to be on my computer all day. Like I just accepted it as a fact Mm -hmm. and like I said it I liked it because I felt like I was being so productive, but at the same time I was really hurting myself because yeah. I was I wasn't going outside as much as I should have been, and I wasn't same. doing anything other than school. I would, or work. I would just. I felt like I always needed to be doing something because it was there. Same. same. There was no separation.
0: Yeah, and I think like I I bought blue light glasses too because my head was just like mm-hmm. killing me. I was so exhausted mentally, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, I ended up buying blue light glasses, and I don't know if they were supposed to do this or not. Maybe I didn't spend enough money on them. I don't know, but they turned like this, like yellowy color, and I don't know if that was because, what? <laughs> like the, the lens? lens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I might have been spending, like, I don't know if it was <laughs> trying to do something like the light with the computer. I don't know. Huh. Maybe they're not supposed to do that, and I'm assuming they're. But not. they
1: weren't initially yellow.
0: No, they weren't. They turned yellow. Now they're like this yellowy color.
1: That's weird. Where would you get them?
0: amazon
1: i got mine off of amazon too and they i don't know i'm not maybe I'm not yours even. are faulty or maybe you you actually overuse. them <laughs> to, i think i might have to the point where they, <laughs> they, turned yellow. they turned yellow they just started absorbing all the light i <laughs> don't know if somebody if one of our listeners out there understands blue light glasses leave <laughs> yeah leave a comment below because i don't understand Someone told me they didn't work I think they work I think they work too just based off of like how I feel at the end of the day after using them because I my eyes it wasn't a headache like at the base of your head or like even in your forehead it was like behind my
0: eyes yeah like right I can't try and point to it yeah
1: I can't point to it it was like I literally wanted to just like take my eyeballs out at the end of the day (laughs) because they were so
0: tired I'll set them next on my bedside table
1: Yeah, it was just, like, I got to a point where, like I said, I was comfortable with it, knew that it wasn't the best thing for me, um, but, like, a part of me kind of misses it, and I'm almost, like, weirdly nostalgic for it. I miss... I don't miss the pandemic. Like no. I'm not saying that I, I want to no. go back to that, because no. that was a really scary time, but I just miss being comfortable in my own apartment.
0: Yeah, because I still feel like we're in this weird, like, twilight zone
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of, like, in between really um, huge, like, timeline Mm -hmm. pieces. And so, I don't know if that made any sense, but, um, and so I just feel like...
1: We're, like, in a time of transition. Yeah,
0: like, I can't do everything in -hmm. person, and I also can't do everything at home. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to find this, like, middle ground. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to balance on that line and
1: walk that line yeah yeah and I feel like with us too like because we're both English and secondary education like we're now in the education program and Mm -hmm. we're student teaching for half the day Mm -hmm. in person in addition to attending some in-person classes um work is in person now Mm -hmm. for both of us too so like we went from being fully remote yeah to like all of a sudden like, expected to be in sea everywhere Yeah. at all these times throughout the day. And that was, like, a huge change for me. Yeah, same.
0: And also just, like, socially and mentally, too, mm-hmm. and emotionally. It was just, like, I just – I'm getting, like, used to it now. But,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it felt just kind of like we got, like, thrown into this – Yeah. Like, the I don't know, like, the deep end of a pool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, we had to tread water for a little bit. I mean, we're getting used to it, but, like <sighs> – being remote and then all of a sudden being in a very, so like, social atmosphere mm-hmm. again was kind of, yeah like, deer in the headlights. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: And this is a horrible admission, but during the pandemic and when we were, like, fully remote, I never got up and got myself ready. Like, hardly me ever. Yeah. So that's also been, like, a big adjustment for me is just trying to – fall into that routine of like oh I get up at 5 30 and I have to take a shower and I have to be out the door mm-hmm. by six forty.
0: Yeah
1: like that's that's hard for yeah. me because I got so used to just rolling out of bed and logging into class. Yeah
0: but it has been helpful for me like getting up and you know doing my makeup mm-hmm. and like you know doing little things that yeah. I wasn't doing for you know a year and a half mm-hmm. and sometimes I really don't want to you know, brush my hair <laughs> get that. or, you know, put on yeah. mascara or, you know what I mean, like get mm-hmm. dressed and I'm like, but then I do it and I feel, I feel better about it. You feel better, yeah, yeah. I feel You better.
1: absolutely feel better. So. But. So I do, I do like that, but it's just hard getting back into that routine, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That's the most difficult part. But yeah,
0: I mean, I think it was, it was helpful for, you know, online learning was helpful for people who. Uh, you know, had kids at home and, mm-hmm. and doing that kind of, you know, had families and, and, you know, being able to work from home and do school is probably much easier for mm-hmm. some people. So they didn't have to, like, be rushing yeah. in between places. But in terms of, like, mentally and emotionally, I think the average response from people is, it was probably more detrimental mm-hmm. than they were expecting. Yeah. So I think that we're going to be coming, I mean, going through, like like you said, a transition period, Mm -hmm. and there's just going to be lots of differences and things to work with, but I think that, you know, I'm excited to see
1: where it goes. Yeah, just a bit of an adjustment, but I'm glad to be back.
0: Mm Chat. oh um
1: go check us out on instagram and and our website at scribe.uccs.edu <laughs> all right bye guys bye <laughs>